Hi guys, welcome to Ashley Young, the podcast. My name is Ashley Young and I am so incredibly excited to have you guys here with me along this journey. I do actually trust and believe that it will indeed be a journey. So here's what you can expect. We are going to discuss having a Christ-centered life, wholeness, and business. Now listen, I know that is such a wide range of topics to discuss, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab your notebooks, grab your tissues, grab your armor, and for some of you guys, you might even want to grab some hangers because you've been carrying and wearing your armor for years. So subscribe, subscribe to whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on, Rather that is Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, or maybe even YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. You can expect a brand new episode here every Wednesday. So get strapped in, find a cozy spot, turn up the volume, and let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to another week of Ashley Young, the podcast. Uh, Listen, last week was, whoa, (laughs) last week was so phenomenal. Um, I didn't even get a chance to promote the episode the way I wanted to. Um, pregnant and ashamed, if you guys don't know what I'm referring to. But I didn't even get a chance to promote it just because life was so busy. But even without me promoting, you guys really, really showed up for me and the podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much for the constant support that I received from you guys. If I could ask you for a favor, please, 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 please rate the podcast. When you rate this podcast, it helps me out probably more than you know. Um, It helps me to stay on the platform. It helps me to be accessible to you guys. um, And it helps me to be discovered. Um, So, so many things, so many benefits from you guys just rating the podcast, sharing the podcast, leaving a comment. All of those things help me out so, so much. Um, if you could, I would really appreciate that. But this week's episode, man, I kind of went back and forth with what I wanted to talk about next. And this topic was really ringing so loud with just conversations that I was having and messages that I was receiving. So I was like, okay, yes, this is exactly the angle I want to go on. And if you guys have not already seen, of course, the title of this episode is called Poor. And when I say poor, I'm not talking about P-O-O-R. I'm talking about P-O-U-R, poor, like pouring out. And man, the premise of this episode is really from a place of just being stuck. I feel like so many, I think that's the perfect word, stuck. We're going to talk about so much how to go from stuck to purpose this season, because I really believe that's the theme and God is really taking me through a process of um, just helping, 
helping people really go from stuck to purpose because so many people find themselves stuck and it's almost like quicksand. Like once you get there, it's like, how in the world do I get out of this? And what's so awesome about it, um, it's just kind of my testimony because I was once in a place of feeling just so overwhelmingly stuck and I had so many goals, so many dreams, just aspirations galore, and I had no idea how to reach them. I had no idea how to find purpose. I had no idea like the route to take, the steps to take, and I remember crying out. I remember saying, God, I will do it. Like I promise I will do it. Just tell me what to do. Like just not even knowing what to do and not only what to do, but what to do first. What, what are the proper steps? Like I I felt like there was so much that I wanted to do, but I didn't want my efforts to be in vain. I didn't want to focus so much on one task when I was supposed to actually be doing another task. And it just felt so overwhelmingly confusing. And I think the more confused I felt, um, the less movement I was making. I think that's very, that's spot on. The more confused I felt, the more overwhelmed I felt, um, I stopped moving and that really, really caused me to be stuck. And so I really want to dive into that. Um, I think the first thing I really want to discuss is this word called purpose, because so many people, we say, man, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? I just want to live in purpose. I just want to do what I'm created to do. I just want to do and I just want to be what God created me to be. And we have this mindset that purpose is just this one grand assignment, right? We have this idea that purpose is like an activity or a job or career. Um, But I am going to say that we have it all wrong. We have it wrong. Because if we go back to the beginning, the very beginning, um, when God created mankind, what did he say? He was speaking to the Trinity. He was speaking to Jesus. He was speaking to the Holy Spirit. And he said, let us create man in our image, right? And if we think about the image of God and who God is, he's so many things. What he is to me is not what he is to you. What he is to my mom is not who he's been to me. And what he's been to me is not just one thing. He's been so many things, right? So many, some people call him Abba Father. Some people call him Jehovah. Some people say he's Jehovah Nisi. Some people say he's the healer. He's the redeemer. He's our friend, right? He's so many things. He's the great I am. He's the only true sovereign God, right? He's the one that sits on the throne. He's the one that makes a way. He's so many things, right? And that is who he is. That is his identity. And and if you think about, if you think about the question, who, who should I say sent me? That alone was such a a crazy question because when you accomplish so much, when you are just so much, the only right answer is I am that I am. (laughs) And I love that statement so much. I love that answer so much because it was almost like a flex, like tell them I am sent you. But that's the reality of it. It, That's the reality of it because it's like I, I am so much. And so if we were created in the image of God, 
then we should be we should be all that we are. Like there's not one great thing. I am not just a mother. I am not just a friend. I am not just a sister. I am not just an entrepreneur. I am all of these things. And so when we think about purpose, your purpose is you as an entire being. If we only focus on one thing, if we only focus on being a mother, if we only focus on our career, if we only focus on being a friend, that's when we start to feel unfulfilled, right? We start to feel like, okay, I'm just going with the flow. We start to feel like there has to be more because you are not just one thing. You are all of these things. And and all of these things are working together to create a greater purpose, right? If you think about if you think about like your career, right? Your career path, whether you found the right career for yourself or not, what helps you on that journey is your experiences. What helps you be the best in your energy in your industry is your experiences. And those experiences come from you wearing other hats. Those experience comes from you walking in other titles, right? That friend, that mother, that sister, um, that brother, like all of these things. Like, so I really want us to kind of broaden our understanding of what purpose is because God himself cannot be fit into a box. And for whatever reason, we're constantly trying to shove ourselves into boxes. We're constantly trying to fit this perfect mold. And can I tell you, you're always going to feel confused. Can I tell you, you're never going to reach a place of fulfillment if you think that your purpose is just this one grand thing. Because the reality is your purpose is all of these things put together, right? The Bible says all things work together for the good. So all things encompass your purpose, all things. So I really wanted to kind of get that understanding before we dive into how to go from stuck to purpose. Now, we've talked about purpose. Let's talk about being stuck. Let's talk about being stuck. Like, what does it mean to be stuck? Because my stuck and your stuck may be different, but the reality is there's still no movement. The reality is you're still trying to get out and you can't figure out how to get out, right? So many people get stuck in just past mistakes, past mistakes. You're constantly, you go through something in life And let's say you dropped out of college. So many people get stuck in the college dropout, right? You label yourself a college dropout, right? Your friends, your family says, yeah, she dropped out of college. She walked in and she walked right out. (laughs) People get stuck there, right? People get stuck in my car got repossessed. People get stuck in, I started this business, it didn't go right. People get stuck there. People get stuck in the fact that, hey, I got pregnant at 17, I had an abortion. People get stuck there. People get stuck in being a single mother. People get stuck in a place 
of just making ends meet, working that nine to five, paycheck to paycheck. People get stuck there. And so when you have these massive dreams, when you have these massive goals and your mind is constantly replaying those mistakes, replaying those errors, replaying just those judgments that you've heard, those voices that don't even belong to you. When you keep replaying that, that's when you become stuck. That's when you become stuck. And so how do you go from stuck to purpose? How do you go from when you're stuck, you'll never reach a place of happiness. You'll never feel fulfilled. You'll never reach a place, this magical place of destiny called purpose. You'll never reach these places when you are in a stuck mindset. And so let's talk about poor, right? Let's talk about P-O-U-R. Today's episode is derived from the passage in 2 Kings. If you guys remember the widow who her husband had passed away, she had all of these debt collectors after her, and she had no money to pay them. She had no money to even live. And so she was asked, okay, what do you have? And she said she had a container of olive oil, one container of olive oil. And so... She was told, grab all the containers you have, go to your neighbor's house, go to your neighbors and ask them if you can have a container. If you can have a container. She grabbed as many containers as she could. Her sons grabbed as many containers as they could and they began to pour. P-O-U-R. These empty containers, they began or she began to pour. And when when she began to pour, oil began to flow. Remind you, these containers were empty. These jars were empty. But the moment she began to pour, oil began to flow. And I'm, of course, paraphrasing, summarizing this passage, this story. But there's something so important here because it wasn't until she began to pour that the oil began to flow. And once, you know, she began to pour, it began to flow. She filled up as many as she could. She had all of this oil and she sold the oil so that she could pay her debts. Right. And she kept the rest so that she can live off of. But there's something so important there because it didn't begin to flow until she began to pour. If you're constantly looking at your situation as empty and never pouring, you're never pouring. You're just observing. You're just saying, hey, it's empty. You're just saying, hey, I don't have the resources. You're just saying, hey, I don't know where to start. You're just saying, hey, I did this before. It failed. What do I do? I don't have enough money to start this. I don't have enough money to pay a graphic designer. I don't have the website that I need. I don't have the logo that I need. I don't, all of these, I don't knows. All of these I don't have. If you never start to pour, it will never flow. She only had a small jar of oil. But once she started pouring, 
more oil began to flow. You will always remain stuck if you never pour. If you never pour. Some of you have just a small jar of oil, right? Just a small dream, an idea, a book with no chapters, right? You have the book idea, but you don't have the chapters. The chapters will never come. Let me tell you, the chapters will never come until you start writing. You have to be in motion, right? An object in motion stays in motion. An object in motion stays in motion. The information will never come. The revelation will never come. Let me, let me tell you what happens. Because we're such, because we were created in the image of God, you have constantly information being thrown at you, constantly new ideas, constantly new business plans. All of these things are constantly being thrown at you. But when you remain still, when there is no movement, these ideas pile up and you start to feel confused. You start to feel stuck. You start to feel lost because so many things are piled up. And you say, hey, I want to be an author. You say, hey, I want to be a business owner. I want to write children's books. I want to write movies. Right? All of these things you want to do. I want to start my own business. I want to start a, I want to open a food truck. I want to have my own restaurant. I want to, I want to open a nonprofit. All of these I want to, I want to, I want to. You have no idea where to start because you're allowing so much to pile up. Once you start moving, once you get in motion, then things will begin to organize themselves. You'll begin to have the steps to the business plan. You'll begin to have the chapter to the book. It's not going to ever, ever come when you are motionless, right? When you are motionless, you will always feel stuck. You don't have to know what to do. Life will direct you once you start moving. And can I tell you that your purpose is to do it all? <laughs> your purpose is to do it all. And I had this revelation the other day so many people get frustrated when they read the Bible and they feel like, oh, he's always talking in parables. He's always, there's always this philosophy. It's never direct. It's never, people, people say stuff like that, right? But the reality is you have to get your mind right first. You have to get your mind right. How many have, how many have heard there's more than one way to skin a cat? Or whatever. I don't, I don't know really what the saying is. But there's more than one way to get to the gas station, right? There's more than one way to get... Like, there's more than one way to do everything. And no one way is right and the others are wrong. There's more than one way to get to your place called purpose. There's more than one way to get to a place called happiness to get to a place of fulfillment there's more than one way however all of the ways will direct you down a path of down a path of destruction 
if your mind is not first right. You have to be renewing your mind daily. As a man think it, so is he. Why does he say these things? Because it's not until your mind is right. It's not until you have a clear mind. What is the purpose of fasting, right? We're told to fast because we need to weaken our flesh so that our spirit man may be stronger. It, you'll never get there. And I hate to even, like, it's just true. You'll never get there if your mind is not right. Once you're able to control your emotions, right? I'm not saying don't feel your emotions, but I'm saying once your emotions come, you have to be in control of them. You have to be in control of your thoughts. You have to be in control of your actions. Once you gain control of your mind, every other thing in your life will begin to align. Every other thing in your life will make sense. All of a sudden, it'll make sense. The problem is, so many, so many of you guys are being rubbernecks, <laughs> as my mom would call it, right? You know when you're driving on the highway and there's an accident and everybody's slowing down, even though the accident is off to the side, there's traffic backed up for an hour or two because everyone is driving past looking at the situation. And that's what so many people are doing. They're driving, they're walking, they're going through life, and they're looking at someone else's situation. They're looking at how someone else made it through. They're looking at someone else's outcome. They're looking in someone else's lane. You, you're being a rubberneck, focused on your assignment, focus on your purpose, focus on your goal, focus on your behaviors, focus on your own mind, you're going to always remain stuck if you continue to be a rubberneck. You have to gain control over your mind. When the Bible talks about Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, God said you will surely die. Listen to this. They did not die physically right away but this is what happens the more information you have the more knowledge you have the more you know the more you know what someone else has got going on the more you know about what's going on in the world the more you know whatever whatever it is the more you know the more your dreams die the more you lose track of your your own assignment the more you get derailed the more you know it is very hard to focus when you are focused on someone else's lane. <laughs> if you were doing the same thing that you were doing on the left, if you were doing it on the right in your own lane that has your name on it, if you were doing those same things, it just might work. Could it be it's not working because you're trying to operate in someone else's lane? You're saying, hey, I don't see anyone doing it the way I the way I'm doing it, so maybe I need to switch it up and do it the way they're doing it. Wrong answer. God created you unique. There's a whole army of people who think the way you think, who have no one to lead them, and they're not, they're not going to have anyone to lead them because you're too busy trying to lead the other group who already has a leader. 
So, from stuck to purpose, this is just the beginning. We're going to continue to talk about this topic all year long. All year long. I have some awesome things coming up, some workshops coming up, um, some freebies coming up of how to really go from stuck to purpose. So many people are looking for that step-by-step, those practical actions they can take to go from stuck to purpose. But remember, what you need to focus on first is regulating your mind. A man that can regulate their mind, a man that can regulate their thoughts is a powerful, powerful being. So again, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for writing. Please again, like the podcast. Share the podcast. Tag me on social media. If you follow me on Instagram, if you follow me on Facebook or wherever you guys follow me, tag me. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know that you enjoyed it. Leave a comment. All of these things really, really help me out a great deal, more than you know.